this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. It's time for Tales of Terror, only on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. This room quickly now quickly others will be coming soon at once sir you and you are with me yes sir what is this thing i've never seen anything like it before me neither i thought this was an infiltration by the iron dead an invasion from the future you mean yes but obviously these creatures are not the iron dead then what are they it doesn't matter they are a threat to this nation One that we must stop. Come along, my dear Dakota. Let's find out how they're coming into our world. Cold winds blew through the streets of Portland below. Snow gently fell from the sky. Yet the streets were barren of activity. Buildings stood empty and dark. I had never seen the Undercity like this before. We're underground, so how can it be snowing? It's probably some kind of advanced weather grid. Which makes sense. After all, they have to find some way to regulate temperature and seasonal changes so far underground. Or it's magic. Magic? Magic's a cop-out. It's the answer people go to when they no longer want to think. After all, as Pope Paul IV said, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Actually, that was Arthur C. Clarke. No, the Pope's name was Paul. (sighs) Never mind. Actually, it is magic. The entire environment down here is enveloped in a magical field. It can rain down here. You can have sunny days. You can even see the full moon. So the snow is magic-based, then? Yes. And someone wanted a winter wonderland. Looks that way. But there's something strange about it. It, it. It reminds me of something. Reminds you of what? I can't remember. It's on the tip of my tongue. I know I have seen something like this before. Unless... Unless what? Well, unless it happened before, but hasn't now. How can something happen and not happen, Byron? That doesn't make sense. My head's all jumbled up. I keep remembering things that happened once, but haven't now due to the universal reboot. Right, the whole impossible time travel thing you keep claiming happened. Yes, It makes things... confusing. I'm not sure what has or hasn't happened anymore. Not to mention giving me a bastard of a headache. 
We're going to freeze to death if we stay out here much longer. There's an old pub just down the way there. At least I think there was. Anyway, there's an old wood stove there. We can get a fire going and at least stay warm. Sounds good to me. As tailored as the watch's outfits are, they don't tend to be very well insulated. Terminate! Terminate! Seek! Locate! Terminate! I think that's the last of them. Are you certain? There might be a few stragglers around, but our forces should be able to mop them up. At least I hope so. Meaning what, trooper? It's these tank things, sir. They're proving a bit tougher than we expected. If we weren't using the energy weapons we recovered from the Iron Dead incident back in 95, I doubt we'd even make a dent in them. Our conventional weapon proved useless. Look at all the technology in this place. This must have been their main control center. You look like a child on Christmas morning, my dear. And what a Christmas it's turning out to be. I can't wait to get a start on all of this. So, we've captured one of these... people. I think he's been turned into some sort of cyborg. Well, he's certainly not human anymore. His left eye has been replaced by some sort of ocular implant, but that helmet, it looks graft onto his head. It is. There's a series of wires and cables burrowing down from the inside of the helmet. They've torn through his skull and dug into his brain. I think that's how they're controlling him. Quite advanced technology. Far beyond anything we've developed. Opposition is ineffectual. You will be integrated. You will obey the masters. Obey. Obey. Who are you? Do you remember your name? You will become one with the masters. You will all become one with the masters. I don't think you're going to get anywhere with him. That's all he keeps saying. I believe his mind's been wiped clean. He's nothing but a drone. A robotic zombie. How many others are like him? We've encountered 17 so far, like the tank creatures. They're proving a bit tough stopping. How so? They seem to have a personal force field that deflects all energy weapons. However, a common bullet goes right into them. So our conventional weapons work on them, then? Yes, sir. Hmm, good to know. What do you want done with him, sir? Don't know. What do you think, Dakota? I'd like a chance to study the technology used in him. We might be able to adapt that force field for future operations. I was thinking the same thing. Are the implants removable? I don't think we can remove them without killing him, sir. Oh dear. How unfortunate. Even if we tried, we would damage the apparatus. Well, we certainly can't have that now, can we? It's nothing personal, old sport. Have the body packed up along with the tank creatures. We'll be taking them back with us. Yes, sir. Now, let's have a look around, shall we? See what toys Santa has left us this year. As luck would have it, the old pub was right where I remember it having been before. Like all the other buildings, it was abandoned. We quickly made our way inside. 
Bates made a fire in a wood stove, and soon the room was quite warm and comfortable. Kate was going over what we had in the way of weapons. Seven. That's it. All we have between Bates' gun and my own is seven bullets. Maybe we'll get lucky and won't need them. Considering how our day's been going, I don't bet on it. Why haven't the ghouls invaded the city? With the gates unmanned, I'd have expected them to have swarmed by now. It's too cold. Their bodies have no warmth, so the minute they come into the city, the icy wind would hit them. Their blood would start to congeal and freeze solid in a matter of minutes. Uh, no mead. How typical. But I guess this will do. Byron? What are you doing? What does it look like I'm doing? You're... pouring yourself a glass of scotch? Nothing escapes your notice. No wonder you made watch agent. God, I hate scotch. Then why are you drinking it? Because everything they have in here is worse. Just once I would like to come into this place and find a nice bottle of mead sitting on a shelf. <clears throat> but no, no one bothers with the classic drinks anymore. You said you had a headache. Won't the scotch make it worse? Considerably. Then why are you drinking? Well, I'm hoping it'll jog my memories. Help me figure out where I've seen this all before. And is it? <clears throat> well, give it some time, Knox, old boy. I've only had two shots. Now three. The taste is not improving. Uh, my name's Bates, sir. Yes, I know that. Just seeing if you're paying attention, that's all. What's going on, Byron? According to the records we had on you, you really don't drink a lot. Why are you doing this? I told you why. I think something else is going on. I know we've never been friends, but if something is wrong, I'd like to... Did you two hear that? Yeah. Arm yourselves now. Bates, you see anything outside? No, it's become dark. I think it's snowing now. The only things I can see are some red and green lights that have come on. What? What did you just say? I said some red and green lights have come on. They've been hung on the frames of all the building. Let me see. Some of them are flashing on and off. If I didn't know better, I'd say they look like... Christmas lights. Of course, of course, of course, I should have known. They were standing right in front of me all this time. I knew I'd seen this all before. It'll make sense now. Byron, what the hell is going on? Do you know what's out there? No, but I have a pretty good idea. You see, this has happened before. When? Two years ago. Christmas Eve, the inside of my tower got transformed into some weird, twisted winter wonderland. Like what's happening now to Portland Below. Yes, it was It was the last time I fought against him. My greatest foe. You... You don't mean... Yes, I'm afraid I do. The patron saint of children, Lord Nicholas. Better known as... Santa Claus. take a look at this. Yes, what is it? I'm not certain, but I think it's some sort of communications device. A radio of sort. A lot more advanced than a common radio, sir. In fact, 
I'm pretty sure you could call other worlds with this. So the invaders are non-terrestrial? That or they come from an alternative dimension. But that's not all, sir. I think someone is trying to make contact. Really? Well, let's not stand on ceremony. Open the channel. Are you certain that's wise, sir? No, but that's never stopped me before. Patch them in, please. Yes, sir. Channel open. Report. I'm sorry, but I fear your compatriots are otherwise indisposed. Identify yourself. Identify. Well, most people simply call me Mr. Arcadia. What have you done to our advanced unit? As I said, they are indisposed. Or better still, completely disposed of. Your advance has been stopped. As will any other units you try to send. We are the master race. You will obey. Obey. Sorry, not my style, but thank you for sending all these new devices for my people to study. And be assured, we'll put them to very good use. Especially if you're foolish enough to try to invade the United States again. You shall be terminated! Terminate! Terminate! If I had a dime for every time someone threatened me like that, well, I'm certain I'd have quite a few dimes by now. You have not seen the last of us! We shall be the masters of Earth! Not while I draw breath, you won't. So be smart. Stay away from Earth. Chilly by now. Channel closed, sir. Good. Start getting everything here packed up. I want it all back at the warehouse by tomorrow night. Already underway, sir. Uh, Mr. Arcadia. You need to see this. Cut it, wait, Dakota. I'm tired. I just want to go home, have some bourbon, and relax. You're really going to want to see this, sir. Very well. What is it? I've been able to gain access to the Invader's computer system. They're basically just using a basic version of Windows Vista. No wonder I was able to hack into it so easily. Get to the point, Dakota. Oh yes, sorry. Anyways, I came across a file of people the Invaders felt could pose a threat to their operations here. This fellow with the bow tie is the first one. See here? He was wearing one of those funny hats you see the Shriners wearing. They're called a Fez, so what about him? I've never seen him before. Is he going to be a threat to us? Not that I can tell. But it's the second one I thought you'd want to see. Where was this picture taken? Two days ago, sir. In Portland, Oregon. Of course. That's his old stomping grounds. Well, I'd know he'd turn up sooner or later. So it's really him. The Pale Man. Yes, Byron himself. The man who foiled our operation to recover the Eldridge. As well as killing one of my more... promising agents. Dakota. Sir? Go home. Pack your toothbrush. We're about to go on a little trip. To Portland, I assume? You assume correctly. It's time we made Byron pay for his crimes. The door to the pub was torn apart as a creature made of snow smashed its way inside. It's like a snowman from hell! Damn it, Bates, stop firing! We have limited ammo, remember? And bullets don't have an effect on snowmen. No, but I bet fire does. Here, Olaf, catch! 
Bates grabbed the end of a burning log and threw it at the mysterious snowman. As part of its body began to melt, the snowman retreated from the pub back into the snow outside. That won't hold him off for long. Others will be coming soon. We need to go. And go where? The whole city is probably swarming with things like that by now. You're probably right. Christ, I walked right into this, didn't I? <laughs> Indeed you did. <laughs> I cannot tell you how pleased I was when I saw you making your way into the Undercity. <laughs> totally oblivious of what was to come. <laughs> Who is that? Who do you think it is? Where are you, Nicholas? Everywhere. In everything. I cannot tell you how much I have dreamed of this moment. <laughs> and now, <laughs> it is here at last. How did you take over Paulden below? The Dark Lord gave it to me, to do with as I wish. The Dark Lord? You mean Mr. Logan? Logan, Lucifer, the Dark Lord. <laughs> it matters not what you call him now. He is the master of all creation, and he has rewarded me greatly for my loyalty to him. What has happened to everyone living down here? <laughs> the same thing that's going to happen to you and all of your friends, pale man. <laughs> Welcome, Byron. Welcome to my winter wonderland. <laughs> You've been listening to The Byron Chronicles, Season 5, Episode 4, Empire of Ice, written by Eric Busby. Featured in the cast were David Alt as Byron, Mindy Rast Keenan as Agent Catherine, Peter Catt as Agent Bates, Carissa DeWitt as Dakota, Scott Z as Mr. Arcadia and the Snow Monster, Christopher Thompson as the Scientist, Peter Walsh and Eric Busby as the soldiers, Chris Snyder as the invaders and cyborg, and Darren Marlar as Santa Claus. Music by Shadows Symphony and Mayu. Script edited by Rick Myers. This episode was produced and directed by Eric Busby. I'm Darren Marlar. You've been listening to an Eric Busby production. Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre, and the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night.